Following Hard After God My soul has followed hard after thee. Thy right hand has upheld me. Psalm 63, verse 8 Christian theology teaches the doctrine of prevenient grace, which briefly stated means this, that before a man can seek God, God must first have sought the man. Before a sinful man can think a right thought of God, there must have been a work of enlightenment done within him. It may be imperfect, but it is a true work nonetheless, and is the secret cause of all desiring and seeking, and praying which may follow. We pursue God because, and only because, He has first put an urge within us that spurs us to the pursuit. No one can come to me, said our Lord unless the Father, who has sent me, draws him. And it is by this very prevenient drawing that God takes from us every vestige of credit for the act of coming. The impulse to pursue God originates with God, but the outworking of that impulse is our following hard after Him. And all the time we are pursuing Him, we are already in His hand. Thy right hand has upheld me. In this divine upholding and human following, there is no contradiction. All is of God, for as von Hugel teaches, God is always previous. In practice, however, that is, where God's previous working meets man's present response, man must pursue God. On our part, there must be positive reciprocation if this secret drawing of God is to eventuate an identifiable experience of the divine. In the warm language of personal feeling, this is stated in the 42nd Psalm. As the heart pants after the water brooks, so does my soul pant after thee, O God. My soul thirsts for God, for the living God. When shall I come and appear before God? This is deep, calling unto deep and the longing heart will understand it. The doctrine of justification by faith, a biblical truth and a blessed relief from sterile legalism and unavailing self-effort, has in our time fallen into evil company and been interpreted by many in such manner as to actually bar men from the knowledge of God. The whole transaction of religious conversion has been made mechanical and spiritless. Faith may now be exercised without a jar to the moral life and without embarrassment to the Adamic ego. Christ may be received without creating any special love for him in the spirit of the receiver. The man is saved, but he is not hungry or thirsty after God. In fact, he is specifically taught to be satisfied and encouraged to be content with little. The modern scientist has lost God amid the wonders of his world. We Christians are in real danger of losing God amid the wonders of his word. We've almost forgotten that God is a spirit, and as such can be cultivated as any person can, for we are spirit. So God created man in his own image. In the image of God created he him. Genesis 1 verse 27a It is inherent in personality to be able to know other personalities. 
But full knowledge of one personality by another can't be achieved in one encounter. It is only after long and loving mental interchange that the full possibilities of both can be explored. All social interchange between human beings is a response of personality to personality, grading upward from the most casual brush between man and man to the fullest, most intimate communion of which the human spirit is capable. Religion, so far as it is genuine, is in essence the response of created personalities to the creating personality. God. And this is life eternal, that they might know Thee, the only true God, and Jesus Christ, whom Thou hast sent. In the deep of His mighty nature, God thinks, wills, enjoys, feels, loves,